everybody. Hi, guys. Well, from beautiful Salt Lake City, Utah. It's Thank God I'm Atheist, a podcast. I'm Frank. And I am Dan. And coming up today, we're going to talk about, oh, the Olympics. The Olympics. We're, well, and belief. Belief yeah. in sports. Faith. Faith. Can and it, sports. Can it help you throw a ball? It can't, yeah. It can't help Frank. Unfortunately, his ball throwing skills are legendarily. <laughs> that, that ship sailed a long <laughs> time ago. Yeah. Boy, disappointed dad, let me tell you. Poor guy. Sports loving man. Poor Frank Sr. Little, little, little queer kid yeah. came along. Actually, Frank the Third. Poor Frank the Third. Mm, he's nothing. <laughs> he didn't take a number. They didn't give him a number. What? Oh, that's sad. Yeah, I know. Anyway, uh, we'll, we'll talk about that coming up. At the end of the show. The whole thing's weird. Yes, indeed. Uh, But uh, to start us off. Yeah? I'll start us off. Oh! Uh, Dateline Philadelphia. Ooh. The city of brotherly love. Ooh, I I love, yeah. Which I didn't know until recently is actually the meaning of the word Philadelphia. Whoa. I had no idea that that's what that meant. Wow. Feel. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I was like, oh. Oh, okay. Anyway, it huh. is the city of brother, brotherly love, and the new brothers in town are the Mormons. Oh, really? I mean, they're not new to Philadelphia. Okay. They've been there, but it's a very, very small group in Philly. Mm-hmm. They, they do not have a large population in really? Philadelphia. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, it's very small. Okay. However, they do have a new temple downtown. Really? Prime real estate in Philadelphia. That's uh, weird. Downtown? Yeah. yeah. They don't do that. No, they're not doing the uh, try to actually impress anybody thing anymore. <laughs> so this is uh so yeah, this is like an interesting new thing that they're doing. Uh so high profile? High profile and what? Uh, and so that's made some some headlines. Uh there people are actually liking the design of it. It's not great, it's fine. It's sort of a standard Mormon temple design, okay. but people are liking it. And of course, what the one thing that the Mormons do is that before they dedicate a temple, mm. they let people, even non-Mormons without temple recommends, walk through it, and they get oh. to see the the beauty that's just gorgeous. of the temple. The, well, temples are they spend a lot of money. They do spend a lot of money um, to, to, to make the nicest. Hotel lobby you've ever walked into. Oh yeah, it's like it's like the most upscale Marriott you've <laughs> ever seen in your life. Uh, nothing too amazing, but they they're rumored to have spent upwards of a hundred million dollars. What? But guess what? What? And this is not what's getting a lot of press. Okay, it's more than just the temple. They bought a lot of downtown property, and now they've they've built a. Uh, Basically, a whole complex. Now, the way the Mormons will work it, it won't all be sort of, it won't feel connected because the temple will always feel like its own thing. Right. But they've also built a uh, a, a ward house, a church meeting house. Okay. And then a residential high rise building and some commercial spaces. What? Yep. What? Mormons know how to make money, kids. 
So, uh, so it, <clears throat> excuse me, they're making it back. It's going to pay for itself. <laughs> did, uh, they, did they build a mall? Did they build a two mil, two billion dollar mall? No, no, not in this one. Hmm. But yes, uh, there will be. And a lot of people who who are aware of this are thinking that it's. Pro, the, I think they're thinking that it's just for Mormons. Like Mormon, only Mormons are going to live in this thing. No, 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 no. That's not how the. Oh, they don't work. care about that. No, they just want to make money off of it. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, they got they've they've got the prime real estate. They've got the the beautiful <laughs> temple and some uh, oh, lovely some condo space. And is it a so? You, but you said that the the community there isn't terribly large. The Mormon community? No, it's not. So here's an interesting thing, the, though. Normally, that means you don't get a big temple, right? Uh, here, somebody pointed out, and I think this is interesting. Mm-hmm. Philadelphia has the fastest growing mon- millennial population among the ten- nation's ten largest cities. It does? Yeah. Huh. So one wonders if this isn't uh, meant as an outreach to young folk. A millennial grab? Yeah. It won't work. <laughs> but that may be what they're what they're trying. They're trying well, some new strategies. Okay, maybe. He- if they let people play Pokemon on the, <laughs> right, yes. on, the, on the temple grounds. Let me tell you something. Pokemon, the Salt Lake Temple Grounds are the best place to do Pokemon know, in I've Salt Lake City. This. I've heard. <laughs> uh, somebody at work was like freaking out because he caught some crazy dragon at the temple. I tried. I, 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 well, not at the temple, but at, on Temple Square. Yeah. I'm gonna, I, I'm, at some point, I'm going to take the gym. That is the temple. The temple. The temple itself is a gym. I'm going to take it. Do you think the Mormons play Pokemon in the in oh, the temple? You know somebody's doing in the locker room. Somebody's totally doing it. Running through. <laughs> get on the elevator and a Squirtle. I found a Squirtle in the temple. Yay! In the middle of the the ceremony. A, a Pikachu in the baptismal font. <laughs> Oh, he's here doing the Lord's work. He's doing the Lord's work. Pikachu, I baptize you for and in the name of Jose. (laughs) All right. Who doesn't have a last name, but was born in 1500. Right. Uh, All right. Well, Daniel. Mm Hmm? Have you heard about the, the, the Christian pastors in Illinois who are suing the state? Have you heard this one? Suing the state. They're suing the state of Illinois. Because Illinois is one of a handful of states that has passed a, a, a ban on conversion therapy for, for, gay, oh. for gay youth. Oh, right? and they're suing to be able to do it. They're suing to be able to do it. They're, oh. they're, they're claiming harm, right? Oh. That, uh, they're, they're saying that they <laughs> should be exempt from the law right. um, that bans counselors from trying to change a minor's sexual orientation. Because it violates their constitutional right to free speech <laughs> and exercise of religion. Oh. The worst, most horrifying. <laughs> proven not to work. Proven to do damage. Yes. Uh, what? You are Give infringing right. on my right to do damage to gay people. To do damage to kids. To, to, to commit child abuse. You are infringing on my, my c- constitutional right to hurt these children. Yes. How dare you? What is this country coming to? Honestly, it's, oh it, it's a mess. It's a damned mess that we can't... You know what? Will someone tell me what kind of a world it is we live in? <laughs> well, when, when a pastor can't harm a child with impunity. I know. Honestly. I know. Um, 
According to, well, this is a quote from uh, Equality Illinois' uh, executive director. Uh Uh-huh. Um, says faith leaders remain free to say what they want from the pulpit, regardless of how misguided it may be. Um, and uh, the law in the state and federal constitution protect that right. That was not changed by this law, right? So, so how the claiming relig- infringement of religious freedom? They can from the pulpit. They can say what awful, horrible things they want to about gay people, right? They so, just can't get in a room with a gay kid. And fuck with their brain. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it, for those in states where this is still allowed, just be aware that there was a big landmark ruling not too long ago on this very subject out of uh, New Jersey. Uh-huh. And that found that, yeah, no, this is not okay. It is not an okay thing to do. Yeah. So, I, I don't know. Maybe if you were subjected to it, you could uh, you could sue. Me? No, I'm saying you, the listener. Oh, ye out there! If you if you were subjected <laughs> to gay conversion therapy, yeah, go for it. Go sue their asses. Get get that shit done. Uh, Pastor Stephen Schultz of New Church Apostolic Ministries in yeah. Chicago. That's N U. Oh, new hyphen church like new, like new, new skin church. new church. Yeah. New Church. Uh, He says, I have personally witnessed many people change their sexual orientation through counseling and know it is possible. Uh, The government is interfering into someone's private decisions. This ban, (laughs) sorry, it was uh, caught in the (laughs) the (laughs) crease where the staple was. Uh, This ban on counseling creates fear in the people most in need of comfort and support. Uh, on his <laughs> church's website, uh, homosexuality is listed as um, part of Satan's plan Okay, uh, to, quote, spoil young, the younger generation so that their, their lives are tainted and they are of no use to the Lord. <laughs> You're spoiled, Frank. Well, You've been spoiled. Keep on spoiling, boys. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Spoil away. <laughs> uh, You're of no use to the Lord, though. Yeah, this will be an interesting Why, one. Why isn't how, are they just saying that the Lord's not gay? So you're. I mean, of what use could you be when you're straight? Well, when you've no, when you've when you've strayed from the Lord, you're of no use to him, and that's what that's what homosexuality does. Apparently, I'm just saying. Like, apparently, I am still of use to the Lord. I don't want to be of use no, to the Lord. No, you strayed. You just strayed in a different way. Okay. He's saying that 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 uh, homosexuality yeah. is so tempting to young people. I think I think you're of a lot of use to the Lord. Dum, 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 dum. I mean, honestly, who asks people to get on their knees more than God? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> cool. All right, Whoa. moving on. A little, uh, a little JBJ. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Jesus blowjob. Who would Jesus blow? <laughs> um, uh, so, uh, we're, a dateline. I'm going to take us now to uh, Arkansas. Yeah. Uh, the Arkansas. I think we may have reported on this. The Arkansas legislature recently passed a bill that was last year mm-hmm. allowing religious displays on the grounds of the state capitol. <laughs> Those oh. idiots. Yes. Who indeed apparently haven't been paying attention. <laughs> We so, don't do this anymore. That's right. It was all. It, so they uh, they want to install a Ten Commandments monument. Of Good. course they do. Good. And uh, just this past week, uh, the American Heritage, oh, the American History and Heritage Foundation mm. Inc. filed. Huh. Uh, they 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 put in their application uh-huh. to get that thing up there. 
Good on them. $25,000 of granite. Of granite. Three tons. Fantastic. Big old Ten Commandments. Fantastic. As it should be. Get it, uh, get it up there. But as we, all, as we have learned now, you don't get to do that without that being followed by <sighs> a much okay. better act, which okay. is the Satanic Temple, <laughs> who have okay. a statue lying around, uh, yeah. ready to go. They made it for Oklahoma. O- and o- and okay. they haven't finished. Their, and Oklahoma just sort of dropped the issue quietly, right. seemingly. Right. Or at very least, they're in. They're waiting they're, for it to get into use. Or they're behind closed doors <laughs> trying desperately to figure out how well, How can we do it? So they can't do it, but we can do ours. And they still haven't sorted it yet. Well, they can sell that little parcel of land <laughs> to a church. To a church, right. Exactly. But they know for a fact that then... The Satanic Temple would sue to have a parcel of land sold to them. Oh, that would be glorious. Yeah. These guys are so smart. So anyway, they, of course, have now uh, filed their application to get their uh, thing on. uh, Okay. To to get their Baphomet statue. Excellent. uh, Put up there. Wonderful. Uh, And what I love is that they were were asked where they, what placement they wanted. Uh Uh-huh. And uh, they gave... This response. Uh, so they've sort of ranked the placement that they want. They've given three options, and they've ranked them. Uh, <laughs> okay. no, for option one, they said, uh, next to the proposed Ten Commandments monument on its left, within 20 feet. Or, next to the proposed Ten Commandments monument on its right, within 20 feet. <laughs> or, third option, totally viable, directly in front of the proposed Ten Commandments <laughs> monument within one foot. <laughs> They're just assholes. They're just... I love it. I love it. Apparently the local... Oh, that's brilliant. The, the local uh, point of contact for the, uh, for the Satanic Temple mm-hmm. in uh, Arkansas is Jeff Matika, who uh, has been playing with the band Green Day for the past several years. Okay. So there you go. He's 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 the front man. He's 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 the guy that they're uh, dealing with. Fantastic. And so getting the getting the other lords work done. Mm-hmm. Getting the dark lords the work dar- done. Doing the dark lords work. <laughs> Hail Satan. <laughs> I fucking love those guys. They are uh, the smartest people. That's 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 amazing. Um So Dan. Yeah. Have you have you ever considered getting a vanity plate for your car? I th- I've thought of it. Yeah, sure. What would you do? Like, which direction would you go with with your your vanity, your vainness? Oh, I don't know. No, I, you know, I thought about it when I was a kid. When I was like a teenager, I was like, "Ooh, it should say like Doctor Dan or what?" You know, just, just <laughs> something stupid like that. What about yeah. like actor? Actor? I think that one's taken. And uh-huh. also, that's horrible. <laughs> also, that's a an awful thing. I, I probably wouldn't get one. I or or if I did, it would I don't know. It'd be some code. Would Would you want to maybe flaunt your your, your atheism? Uh, no, but I know guys who do here mm-hmm. in the state. I know a guy who has you know the plate atheist. Right. Well, there was a woman, or is a woman in New Jersey mm-hmm. who applied for the vanity plate eight theist. Ah. Right, so meaning she believes in eight gods. <laughs> yes, indeed. Um, but it w- she was denied. Oh, two years ago. Yeah. Um, and so she sued. Yeah. And she ends up getting 
oh, how much did they end up giving her? Like $7,500 or something like that? I think I remember we reported on this, yeah. $75,000 to resolve her claim, actually. Okay. Um, And uh, And did she get the plate as well? Well, now all the settlement and everything has gone through Mm -hmm. uh, in federal court. And so the lawsuit is, it's all done. She gets her eight theist license plate and a check for $75,000. And. Which will probably mostly just cover her legal fees. Probably. And she, because of this, the uh, State Motor Vehicle Commission. Yeah. Has, is willing to issue the following vanity plates or combinations that are substantially similar. Okay. Secular. Uh-huh. Ration all. I like it. Humanst. Uh, wow. Humanst. 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 Uh, atheism. Godless. Heathen. Heretic. Skeptic. Blasphemer. Reason. Evolve. Trans. Oh, wow. Uh, Nothing to do with it, but still good. LGBTRTS. LGBT. Oh, LGB trans, like LGBTR. No, no, TRTS. TRTS. I don't know. TRTS. Ertz. I don't know what that is. LGBTQ pride queer gay power. LGBT ally. Nice feminism. Feminist. Feminist. I don't know what that one is. Feminist. Oh, oh, they just left out the I. Oh, clever. Uh, equality and for women. Nice. So um, that's now happening in the state of New Jersey, thanks to the good work of what was her name? Should we say her name? What's sure. her name? Where's her name? Uh, Morgan. Okay. Is her last name. Okay. Where's her first name? Miss Miss Morgan. Miss Morgan. She did great. Uh, anyway, uh, when she initially applied for the vanity plate, atheist. Yeah. Uh, the message that she she applied on the, the the website. Sure. Which just automatically rejected it, and she was the website said that it was ineligible as it may carry connotations offensive to good taste and decency. See, yeah. Okay. This is a problem. And then. She decided, well, what happens if I put in the word Baptist? Of course. And it went right through. Yep. So poo-poo on those bastards. I'll say, I'll, I will say but this. It's all fixed up now, folks. So. Apropos of the last uh, story that I just did. Yeah. It didn't list Satanist as one of the ones that would be okay. Satanist. 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 <laughs> Or just say, or just Satan, Satan, Baphomet, 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 Baphomet. I'm just gonna walk around pronouncing every 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 time anything doesn't have a vowel. Every time they skip yeah. a vowel, like yeah, yeah, uh, whatever. Well, like. Like secular, secular, sex. That's hard to say, folks. Yeah, exactly. Just spell things that have seven letters or fewer. Right. Yeah. All right. I'm moving on. I'm going to get political here. Donald Trump. Yeah. The 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 Republican nominee 
the horrifying Republican nominee for president of the United <laughs> States of America. I don't care. You know, I, we have conservative listeners, but if you're not horrified by this man, yeah. d- fuck it. Don't even listen to our show anymore. I don't want you. Dan! <laughs> you need to be, everybody needs to be horrified by this man. <laughs> everybody needs to be. Well, you are horrified. I'm horrified. That's a, it seems like most people yeah. are horrified, even if they're just playing the, the political move, which is to they think there's something they're getting something out of supporting him. Yeah. You know, like the leaders of the Republican Party who have no spine, apparently. Right. Um, yeah, he's a terrifying, terrifying man. Anywho. Uh, <laughs> so so Donald Trump, I, I'm kidding. You can still listen to the show if you support Donald, Donald Trump. But you've got you've got some major soul searching you need to be doing. <laughs> anyway, uh, Donald Trump recently was talking to a room full of evangelical Christian pastors. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, because how do they stand the man? I, I you know, whatever. They're, they're they're just in it for the political power at this point. Yeah. I don't even think that they care about anything. Yeah. But he was he was talking to them, and one of the things that he was saying was, "You got to help me. Okay. I, I need your people to vote. I right. need, you you got to get your people out to vote." Yeah. Okay. And one of the specifics that he brought up was, "We're ha- he's." I'll just read the quote. You got to get your people out to vote, and especially those in states where 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 we're represented. We're having a tremendous problem in Utah. Utah's a different place. Is anybody here from Utah? (laughs) (laughs) To which which the crowd just laughed. (laughs) Because they're like, no, we fucking hate Mormons. Well, not only that, but like, yeah, there's not going to be any help from evangelicals in Utah. To get the Mormon vote. Yeah, nope. Oh, uh, he doesn't know anything. Afraid not, Donnie. You uh you have uh, misread uh, the room yet again. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, so th- th- this of course uh, led to some fun tweets. Tweets people people like saying the United the, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Evangelicals. Nope, doesn't exist. Sorry, yeah. guys. Yeah. Yeah. Um that's pretty funny. I I mean, that's the whole thing. There's not much more to say about it. I just thought that that was hilarious. That because uh, yeah, if you know anything about the Mormon, first of all, if you know anything about Utah, it's all Mormons. Like what yeah. he's looking for is Mormons only. Right. There are a couple of evangelicals here, but it's like this tiny percentage. Right. Well, his his problem clearly is that he doesn't understand uh, who makes up the conservative religious right. And what the differences are in those groups. Right. Because churchy is Mormons churchy are not evangelical. No. Like, at all. No. Like, not in their worldview, not, and clearly not in their theology. Right. But, like, they, it's, that, they, don't, they don't make good bedfellows. No. And the, the evangelicals, as you said, priorities. hate the Mormons. Yeah. Don't even acknowledge them as Christians most of the time. Right. Like, yeah. and the, so, yes, he's calling on a bunch of people who hate Mormons uh, to help him in a state where uh, about three percent of the population is uh, is uh, yeah, evangelical, so where they have Protestant. absolutely no influence. Yeah, so and they know they don't have any influence because they've tried for a really long time, right, to deconvert Mormons to their brand of Christianity. Right, it doesn't work. And it doesn't work. No. Oh my God, that's hysterical. Yeah. Oh. So apparently, churchy equals churchy to uh, yeah to Trump. Well. Uh, 
amazing that you just shared that story, Dan. Yeah. Because the the tie-in to my last story yeah. uh, which is fantastic. Uh, it has to do with this uh, letter that Hillary Clinton wrote uh, op-ed or whatever that was published in the Deseret News this last week. The Deseret News being the Mormon-owned newspaper here in Salt Lake City, like, Utah. Owned by the church. Right. Um, because... You could also say the Tribune's Mormon-owned. It's just owned by a Mormon. Right. But it, yeah. nonetheless. Uh, but, but anyway. There's, there's a big difference between owned by a Mormon who's still <laughs> going to, like, hopefully keep it journalistically accurate. Right. Exactly. And owned by the Mormon church. Which doesn't give a flying fig about journalism and, and right. all that. Right. Uh, anyway, so she was... So the, 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 the Desert News has at, sort of put this out there to all the political major presidential candidates um, to share their views with their readers. Mm. They've, they've offered this up. So uh, they're actually going to be running um, op-ed, an op-ed from Gary Johnson. Right. Uh, Who, the who's doing who's doing libertarian candidate. Pretty well here in Utah. Doing okay. Running about 13% of the, the vote at the moment. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, but Hillary Clinton responded and was more than happy to write this letter. Trump has not responded uh, probably, who knows? He probably won't send in a letter. No. But what she does with her moment uh, in front of the Mormons uh, is very deftly call upon their history and make ties to uh, people who are just universally admired by, mm. by Mormons in general, <laughs> uh, including John Huntsman, uh, who she talks about um, the work that she did with him when he was the uh, ambassador in Beijing, That's right. uh, John Huntsman, the former governor of Utah, wildly popular former governor of Utah, right, and uh, former Republican presidential candidate uh, who didn't stand a chance in hell because he's too moderate, right. Um, and uh, but the, the fact that they stood um, in solidarity, quote in solidarity with Chinese Christians facing right. prosecution from their government, um, she mentions. Uh, Thomas Jefferson, who Mormons cannot get enough of, uh-huh. usually. Uh, and uh, let's see, she calls on, listen to Mitt Romney, she says. Yes. Um, she, she actually even um, talks about how our current governor, uh, Gary Herbert, uh, has sort of broken away from a lot of uh, other Republican really conservative Republican states in our response to uh, immigration mm. in in particular with uh, Muslim immigration. Gary Herbert said Muslims are absolutely welcome in Utah. We'll take any uh, refugee from anywhere. It doesn't huh. matter. Um, Salt Lake City being one of the, 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 the nation's 10 resettlement cities. Right. Um, and yeah, and she, she really just kind of goes through it and she espouses the values that are so common in Mormonism. Right. Um, and I don't know how many votes she's going to get out of it, but I hit the, the comment section just oh. looking for people freaking out. And it was so civil. It was unbelievable. Really? It was, you know, she may still not get my vote, but I'm really glad to see that she's put thought into blah, 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 blah. This was reasoned and blah, blah, blah. Huh. Like, it was remarkable. Um, there was one part. You have to understand, folks, that Mormons hate Trump. 
Oh, my God. He's the opposite of everything Mormons. Uh, yeah. Like, culturally, Mormons cannot abide a braggart or, a, you know, like so, someone who, who lives extravagantly. Yeah, conspicuous consumption has, there's some problems right, with it in Mormon right. culture. And so, and so Mormons have not responded well. So he'll win this state. Mm-hmm. But like, it should be a landslide in this state. This- well, he's right now. It's, he's polling at about forty five percent of the vote in Utah. Right. Um, it's in, just in the presence state- of Gary Johnson that's keeping him from being over fifty percent at the moment. But still, this is a state where he should easily, handily take seventy five percent. Sure. Oh yeah. So yeah. The fact of the matter is that like it's shocking how few <laughs> votes how 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 narrow the margin is going to be well it's going to be really interesting to see as we get close after the debates happen right yes because we were talking about this earlier that debates are kind of going to be that pivotal moment for a lot of voters at this point right if if they're gonna where where they're gonna land um on this whole thing but it's as we get closer to november um it's utah i mean some people have said it might actually swing to hillary if a Gary Johnson can can siphon away enough votes, and right. Trump becomes really truly that unpopular. Right. It's so. am, it's it's amazing. the The gap is narrowing slightly. Yeah. We'll we'll see what happens. It'll yeah. be it'll be interesting to watch. I mean, Utah has not voted for a Democratic candidate, presidential candidate, since Lyndon B. Johnson in nineteen sixty four. I'm surprised that it. Well, yeah, I'm surprised Utah that it's that recent. Democratic. Utah is some, yeah. It, but from time to time it did. It's been a while. I mean, we were, we're used to being the reddest of the red states. And right now we're not. No. Shining that red. We are pink. Yeah. Pink, I tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Shouldn't it be more purple? I don't. No. As you, as you gravitate toward blue? Nope. All I, or is the center white? Yeah. I had the, the, the center appears to be white. I, you know, it just depends on who's making the infographic. <laughs> uh, right now, the only one I care about is on five thirty-eight. So, oh, yeah, because they're they're amazing. That makes us uh, pink. We're not light pink. We're just pink. no. A nice um, a salmon. Salmon. Maybe yeah, a coral. <laughs> oh, coral is just a beautiful color. Isn't it isn't just it? lovely? Oh my god! I'm gonna <laughs> do my whole house in coral and and. Uh, and and maybe a, a, a little bit of mauve. Sure, sure. A dusty rose. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, if you'd like to uh, give us some tips on the colors we should paint our houses, mm. uh, you feel feel free to write into us uh, or talk about any of our. Uh, other things that we've been talking about. There were uh, other things mentioned. Th- yeah. We might have mentioned a few other things. <laughs> uh, podcast at thankgodimatheist.com or you can leave us a voicemail message. The telephone number is 424-666-8442. Right. Go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash atheist. All right, we're going to play you some audio. This is that nasty Brian Fisher. Oh, he's a... What a douche. He's a peach, isn't he? He is just... <laughs> he's so cute. Is he now? He's uh, he's going to so, say stuff that'll make you mad. Let, let, let's tack up... Let, let, okay, we got... Yeah. Uh, he's a racist, right? Oh, sure. He's a gay-hating homophobe. Uh, Well, that's just natural. That just comes with the job <laughs> of being a... a, a 
a Christian broadcaster. Uh, and uh, oh, there's many more, but let's also add a woman hater. You think? Let's test that theory. And I think you can make a pretty good biblical case. That's what I happen to believe. You know, I'm not saying that there's a one verse in the Bible you can go to that says definitively that only men are supposed to hold political office, but that's always the pattern in the Word of God. The kings were all males. When you had a departure from that with Jezebel and Athaliah was not a good thing, did not work out well. Leadership in the church is reserved for men. Leadership in the home is reserved for men. In other words, in God's economy... He has designed leadership and authority in society and in the church and in the home to be exercised by men. You know, you had one female judge, that was Deborah, and she only got sucked into that because the men were such wimps. And she told them, look, because of the way you're going about this, you're dragging me into this war to be your kind of lucky rabbit's foot. And because you're doing it that way, the honor for this battle is going to go to a woman. You've given up your opportunity to receive the honor that justly goes to warriors who vindicate themselves on the field of battle. So I think you can make a good case that leadership in culture, society, politically, as well as in the home, uh, that that is something in God's economy that's reserved for men. Now, I understand that there are Christians out there who disagree with me. I'm not speaking for anybody uh, but myself, you know, when I've verbalized these things before, I've just gotten blistered. I mean, I know a little bit about what Jeremy's talking about. Is I just get blistered for saying this anytime it happens. So maybe Jeremy's wondering, what if somebody had the courage, you know, to go on national TV, some somebody of some kind of prominence or visibility, and said, "Look, I'm going to vote for Trump because he's a man. I don't believe that women should be entrusted with high political office." See what would happen to him. That's the position I happen to take. Nobody's asked me what I think about that. But his question is, what happens if somebody says that in public? And my guess is they would get crucified to within an inch of their very uh, lives. <laughs> blistered. Oh, he's going oh. to get blistered. If only the heat's s- going to be turned up so hot. If only someone had the courage to say <laughs> because, the horrible Bronze Age ideas. Right. If Here's the thing. <laughs> if there's one thing Trump has done... It's given people the courage to say the really horrible, stupid thing that's in their brain. And that's a beautiful thing. Yeah. I feel like America has been <laughs> shut up. The, 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 the really horrifying fringes of America. I've made this point before. Really, it's been a while. But the fringes knew they didn't have any traction. Right. And they knew that they would be eviscerated or blistered, according to yes. Brian Fisher. Um, for, for saying what was on their mind. And so he comes out and he, first of all, what's God's economy? Right. Have well, you ever heard this phrase before? No. God's economy? <laughs> God's economy. In God's economy, men lead and women sit in the back seat and, and make babies. Right. Whatever. Yeah. Tend to the home. You can. Tend to the children. Stop trying to lead women. Why, you, we, why we we don't want you? If you were meant to lead, you'd have a penis <laughs> to point in the direction. To point in the correct direction. <laughs> I guess they have two pointers, really. Mm. The, but breasts don't count. Yeah, they, they and with age they point less. They point down. <laughs> of course, penis. <laughs> never mind. The point is, you're a man, and a man a man needs to lead. And if you're a woman, just uh, you, uh, you obviously shut up. <laughs> Shut the hell up. And who the fuck is Deborah? 
That's right. <laughs> Deborah needs to shut her mouth. <laughs> shut your mouth, Deborah. Uh, Boy, she's got some opinions about those men. I know. They're, well, they, they were. They, they were, were a bunch of pussies. They were wimps. We can't. We can't have that. So it's a. I'll tell you one thing. Nobody sees Trump as a wimp. No. I mean, I kind of do because like he's he's so easily hurt and offended. Like he's he's the he's the most thin skinned man. I have seen in a long time on the. He's a bully. Yeah, isn't that the one of the hallmarks of a bully? Is that they they can't take any kind of oh. uh, criticism or whatever? Yeah. yeah. Anyway, yeah. there you go. Well, we had some folks write into us. Oh, uh, did we? And and call into us. Yes, we did. Um, Ian wrote into it. Actually, both of the emails I'm going to read are from Ian's. We've got two Ian's. two different Ian's. Two different Ian's. Both wrote in in one week. That's right. Same issue. No. No. Oh. Hey guys, uh, in your discussion of the call from the gay atheist who got in trouble with his friends for voicing an objection to some street preachers, you stated that while evangelicals in the story uh, would see both gayness and atheistness as a choice, only atheism is an actual choice. I strongly disagree that atheism or any held belief is a choice to the believer. While there is some choice at play in whether someone exposes themselves to information, when faced with evidence that they would find convincing, the potential athe- atheist has no choice but to be convinced by this evidence. That's signed Ian. I, you know, it's it. it there's some. There's there's a lot of truth to that. I see where he's going. You can't unring that bell. Yeah. You can't. I mean, I don't feel like it's, I choose atheism. No, I feel that's like, true. I feel like I'm stuck with it. <laughs> Whether I like it or not. And I do like it, so that's good. Yeah. It's a good thing to be stuck with. But wouldn't it be nice just to enjoy Christmas for once? <laughs> Have no problems. Yeah. Go there. Just believe it all. Yeah. I mean, Pray that's the only everybody. thing you're really deprived of. Is Christmas? Yeah. I think it'd be neat to be able to, like... Believe all of the religions, and then you can have all of the fun things. Or maybe... Baha'i. You could be Baha'i. Sure. Yeah. I... But don't want to, though. <laughs> I'd, uh, I will say this. Uh, w- if I could choose my beliefs, I would believe only the fun parts of all of the religions. Oh, yeah? And then I would just uh, ignore the the sketchy parts, the parts I don't enjoy. Good on you, Dan. See? Wouldn't that be fun? Yeah. Well, well, yeah. I, be- well. I believe in a magic daddy in the sky, and that he'll give me presents... And whatever I'll, I'll believe all those things, but I can't. Mm, I can't. That's so sad, Dan. Yeah. What you? You're just depriving yourself. I know. Mm. Well, it's that pesky evidence problem. <laughs> that's tricky. So okay, so Ian does. I, I also like the point that it's the choice of whether you out yourself. Yeah, you have that. And that's choice. really that's that's where the choice is, right? I well, mean, it's it's tough. You know, with well, and he also where po- are, are you really truly a free agent and all that kind of stuff, and do you choose what you believe? Right, blah blah blah. It's possible that we have that we don't make any real choices. Yeah, uh, we're just hardwired for <laughs> right this choice. Yeah, you're hardwired and you're in an environment that you're in, and mm-hmm. uh, it's just you're just going to follow the path that that takes. Yeah, there you go. Uh, he does point out also that you know when. That a lot of people who are Christians just choose uh, not to just choose to close their eyes in case any mm. uh, any information might come across their way. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there is that. I mean, you do make the choice to open yourself to new information or not. But do you have that choice? 
Ken Ham seems to be pretty good at it. <laughs> he, he makes but that do choice. Do you have agency, Dan? Well, no. Nobody has any choice. We're all just automatons walking through this earth in a in a in a fit of uh, pretend uh, choosing. It's it's a it's a nihilist nightmare out there in the universe, people. Don't don't believe anything. Oh no, Dan, <laughs> that's the worst. All right, do we have a voicemail that we can play? We do. This is a response to last week. Okay. Um, we you know we talked a little bit about dental and uh, you know oral hygiene. We did, and uh, we got we got some email or voicemails on this. Good. Uh, so I'm going to play one of them. Uh, and uh, see what our, this listener has to say. Okay. Frank, Dan, this is Zach from Cloudy, California. Uh, I just listened to your flossing story, and it got me thinking about something that happened to me. Um, I was in middle school. I was in health class, and we were learning about the circulatory system, and uh, the topic came up of why blood vessels look blue. And the explanation we got from our teacher was, that blood coming to the lungs from other parts of the body was blue and that once it got to the lungs it became oxygenated and turned red and then went back to the other parts of the body to get some blood uh and i thought this was so free and cool i started looking at my arms all the time and thinking oh man the blue blood's going to the lungs uh, anyways, flash forward to 10 years later, um, I'm explaining this to a friend, I've explained it to a bunch of people over the years, and I go online to get, you know, the specifics, I want to be accurate, and, uh, oh boy, guess what I find, uh, it's bullshit, blood is not blue, it is never blue, uh, the reason that blood veins appear blue is, has something to do with, uh, the wavelengths through the skin, some bullshit, I don't know. Uh, but anyways, what's disturbing isn't so much that I was wrong, it's the method in which I found out that I was wrong. I was on a message board um, where this elementary school teacher had set up her students to engage with an actual cardiologist, and they were asking him questions, and the topic came up about blue blood, and the students were asking him questions about that. And this poor guy, you could tell by his answers, that he was straying the line between not wanting to contradict the teacher, but also wanting to relay accurate information. And yeah, anyways, uh, so yeah, it really makes you wonder what else you quote unquote know that you don't really know and how growing up and, and becoming a person is just as much about unlearning things as it is about learning new things. Uh, Anyways, I just thought of that. So, uh, yeah, love the show. Keep it up, you guys. Thanks. All right. Thanks. And that's the point, isn't it? The point is, because I, I was taught that blood was blue in a vein and red in an artery and like that. Well, I remember the anatomical charts, <laughs> right, that have the circulatory system. Right. And there's the red blood that's coming from you know, the heart from the heart yeah and the blue that's going back and i wonder if that isn't part of where the confusion it's just yeah comes from but no i was yeah but i was literally taught that whole like in school oh yeah no my teacher was confused on the topic too and you know that's that not to mention things like you know what we learned about columbus in history class which was i'm sorry what you know that that hero of of modern history, the founder of the of, discoverer of our of of the Americas, Not the founder, but the discoverer, right? Of, he he neither discovered the Americas 
Nor did he, nor was he good in any, like, he was a horrible, awful, murderous human. What? And, uh, and no. And a genocidal maniac, but that's no, not what we learned. Okay, anyway, we have, a, we have a holiday named after him. Right. It's horrifying. We, but that's the point. I mean, like, this, this whole, like, all this stuff that we learned, mm. it's all fake. Everything's fake. Two plus two, that doesn't equal four. Don't believe the hype. It's all fake. I don't know, Dan. You might be going a step too far. You think? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah. Uh, yeah, good. Yeah. Who knows? Thank, thank you, uh, Zach. Oh, along the same lines, our, our, our other Ian wrote to us from London. Ah. Uh, he said, I was fascinated to hear your discussion of the flossing issue uh, in the most recent episode of TGIA. Uh-huh. Uh, I have had major heart surgery, and one of the ways that that has impacted my life is that prior to having any dental work done whatsoever, I've had to sit in my dentist's office for an hour before an appointment, having, a, having had a dose of antibiotics due to being at risk for something called SBE, which makes your heart swell up. What? Uh, Yeah. He says, I've had this before and don't wish to repeat the experience. In the UK, we have something called NICE, which is the National Institute for Health and Care Excellence Guidelines. uh, How nice. Which is the, right? Maybe it's pronounced Nice, like the French. Ah. I don't know. Uh, Oui, oui. (laughs) Which uh, is the benchmark for what the NHS will and won't pay for. This Hmm. organization is the reason that that in the UK we don't have... Uh, adverts on TV tell, uh, telling us to ask our physician to prescribe a particular brand of erection medicine uh, because generally we get what we are given. Hmm. NICE balances the uh, clinical effic- efficacy with cost and impact across a population as a whole, and sometimes this balancing act means people don't get what they want. Expensive treatments for cancers being a good example. Cupping and woo being another. Uh... These nice guidelines change in the face of new evidence. After many years of lingering in my dentist's office, feeling faintly sick from the antibiotics, I'm pleased to say that the evidence suggested that they have overestimated how unsafe a trip to the dentist actually was. And today I no longer need the antibiotics, which (laughs) makes having my teeth looked at a lot faster. Oh, my God. Uh, so yeah, he says, I have, I have long counseled that one should follow the nice guidelines for the simple reason that it is the best advice available given the current state of knowledge. Hmm. The fact that these guidelines change in the face of new facts is, I think, a strength. Mm -hmm. Anyway. So yeah, I mean, that's the thing. A lot of people look at the fact that it changes, that the scientific knowledge base changes and go, see, it's not worth anything. It could change tomorrow and then we'd be getting the wrong... The wrong treatment. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's how I feel about all the fad diets. <laughs> well, that's how you should feel about because, all the fad diets. you know, one comes along and has all this evidence backing it up. Right. Which is usually just misinterpretations of one, partic- of one uh, study. Right. Yeah. 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 I can eat all the fat I want. That's right. Right. Or I can... Or it's an all... It's, you know. usually, it's usually about what you have to cut out. Yeah, cut out all well, I'm sugars. Of like Atkins. Right? Cut out all carbs. Like, Eat meat. Right. Eat meat, folks. Yeah. And it was like, and people were like, yeah, wiping the, the grease off the corners of their mouth. Right. Super stoked. And it's like, well, that's not necessarily a balanced diet. Right. But anyway, I'm paleo my, myself. I'm totally paleo. <laughs> and there's paleo. Yeah. Uh, 
no. I do that and I do CrossFit. So I'm pretty good shape. Pretty awesome. Yeah. I'll tell you all about it. Mm-hmm. I'm vegan paleo, so. I know some people who do the CrossFit. Sure. Yeah. CrossFit's great, as long as you shut up about it. <laughs> it's awesome. It's good for you. I mean, well, I mean, I well, guess a lot, a lot of people have hurt themselves pretty yeah. badly doing it, but, you know, yeah. whatever. If you, it's about form, Dan. It's <laughs> guess, all about form. I guess so. Ruth Bader Ginsburg. She's, she's a CrossFitter? Well, some form of it. <laughs> I know she, like, does squats and shit. Okay. <laughs> Not really the same, but sure. <laughs> she does a... Uh, no, I heard she, she does the she SCOTUS does, version of CrossFit. She has, like, some fairly... I don't know if it's legitimately, like, CrossFit, but the woman, she gets in regular, strenuous exercise. All right. That little, tiny, tiny woman. RGB, man. Yeah. RBG. I said it wrong. I, th- I said RGB, which is... Yeah, anyway. Red, green, bio. Red, green, blue. Right. Um... Well, uh, so yeah, if you'd like to participate in our conversations, please do. You can mm. write. You can write into us at podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. or you can leave us a voicemail message. The telephone number is four two four six 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 eight four four two. Oh, hey, do we have some donors? We got some donors. We need. Oh, to thank. we do have new donors. These people have taken us up on our offer that if you are a patron on Patreon, mm-hmm. uh. You can get an ad-free version of the show. Yeah, if that's downloadable to you. from Patreon. Right. A lot of our so. pa- most of our patrons don't care about that, but if that's something that you do care about, it's something that we're offering. Yeah, I think that's I think that's a big deal. Yes. So uh, we have Audrey, Michael, and Zach um, all took us up on that offer this week. That's great. So. Thank you guys so much. Uh, and ladies and gentlemen, if you would like to count yourself among the numbers that uh that appreciate our show enough to to think it's worth paying a little bit for yeah uh please go to thank and click on the patreon button on the right side of the screen uh and then uh and 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 yeah you can sign up it's so easy and you know you just sign up for you know one dollar an episode or what mm-hmm. you know or whatever you're comfortable with mm-hmm. and uh and we'll and every every little bit helps a lot So, Frank, mm-hmm. sports are happening. Ugh. The sportiest. All the time. It's the most sportiest time of the year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the Olympics. Yeah. Aside from maybe like the divers, not interested. Yeah, the, the, those divers have some bodies on them. <laughs> I'll tell you, those, those male Woo! divers. The, the female divers have great bodies, too, but they're not sort of the pinnacle of what is considered female beauty necessarily. Mm. Right. I think, uh, but those boy divers, Andrea was watching them and going, (laughs) she was, and there's, I I have to say, very pleased. There's something about the synchronized dive. Oh yeah. It's just a special moment. It's impressive. Every four years we get this little special moment (laughs) of being able to watch synchronized diving on primetime television. It's kind of it's just marvelous. It is an amazing thing that they do. I don't know how they do it. It's it's. I honestly, I don't know how you do that. I think they practice because first (laughs) you have to be able to dive, which is hard enough. Yeah. Right. And then you have to like 
do it exactly like somebody else in the exact same pace and blah, 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 blah. Right. You got to get the same height. You got to tuck at exactly the same moment, come out of the tuck at exactly the same moment, it's spin un- at the same rate. Unbelievable. It is. It's truly a, a, a marvel. <laughs> yeah. It's almost like... And there's two of them. That's world-class uh, <laughs> sporting. <laughs> But we're not gonna hear. We're we're not here to talk about our favorite Olympic sports. Mm, we're here to talk about our least favorite part of the Olympic sports, which is after the divers come out of the water, and then what happens, Frank? <laughs> well, if they are, let's see, uh, David Budia and Steele Johnson. Steele. Steele. Oh my. Oh yeah. Let me tell you, that's a good name for a boy who looks like that, or for someone Steel. who's going into porn. <laughs> that is. Steel Johnson? Is that what you said? Steel Johnson. Are you serious? That yeah. is a thousand percent a porn name. What about David Budia? No. <laughs> Steel Johnson is a porn name. <laughs> it's a little too on the nose. It's too on the nose. Porn would reject that name <laughs> and say, come up with something that's a little less obvious. <laughs> Steel. Okay, Steel. Okay, Brad, go back and come up with a better name. <laughs> Uh, no, so, uh, yeah, Steel <laughs> uh, so these two emerge from the water, praising Jesus. Oh, yeah. For their God-given team diving abilities. Yes, it's only, it's God's work, not theirs. Well, they, 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 they put in some work. Yeah. But, uh, uh, it, it, you know, you, 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 you face, uh, maybe some sort of setback. Mm. Maybe uh, you get a little injury. Mm. Athletes injure themselves. They do it even, all the time. You know, On probably purpose, especially usually. especially at this level, they're gonna get a little you know twist here or a little kink there. Yeah. Uh so you know they 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 turn to their faith to help yeah. them through these hard times, and they believe that their little prayers before they go, like they wouldn't dare dive these two. Without, I guarantee you. Without a prayer. Without a prayer. Right. Right. And it's like, and if they didn't pray, it, I mean, we were talking a week or two ago about like uh, uh, theater mm-hmm. superstition. Right. right. Where you just let people do it because, you know, it's going to throw them off. Right. Right. And if they don't, and these two, they wouldn't dare. Because imagine if they didn't pray first. Right. What would Jesus is going to. Totally well, fuck them up. Well, and it's not just that. I mean, there is the very real thing of like, if you have, if you do everything the same before ever, you know, if you, if you have a routine mm. that is exactly the same, that's mm-hmm. what's going to lead you, get you into the right mindset. Like all the stuff that leads up to the event mm. is just as important as, because you, you know, you have to, you have to be in that zone that you've created for yourself. Is this all like the self-slapping shit that the swimmers do? They're shaking their arms and they slap their chests and yeah. they slap, slap, slap. I'm sure that is. Uh, I mean, it's all part, part of, of the ritual. Slap, slap, slap. Pray, pray, pray. Because what is the shaking of the arms doing? They're letting off some steam, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Maybe loosen some, some, gotta some get nerves. Got to get loose. Uh, they've been warming up in the, in the warm-up pool. In the warm-up pool, sure. You know what I mean? I don't like, know. But they, but but if it, but anything that feels like it helps, uh-huh. you know, a lot of people say that that you know having some faith might be actually helpful to an elite athlete, just because, uh, not because I've, I mean obviously it's not because Jesus cares, but well, they think that if they believe that it might give them a little bit of an edge, it might make a defeat a little bit easier. 
to handle. Because Jesus didn't want them to win? Because, uh, yeah. Because God can, has cause, forsaken them? Because Jesus is on their side in some way. They can just pray for help dealing with the emotional, Comfort. the crushing emotional uh, Jesus, fallout. Why? But yeah, I mean, I, you know, it, it's funny because this, the, one of the big disappointments for me about this Olympics mm-hmm. is that now everybody's going to do cupping because Michael Phelps got cupped. Before mm. his before he started swimming on mm. this one, yeah. Do you, do you know what cupping is? Cupping is that the weird thing with the, the yeah? The it's heat it's the... literally a medieval thing. Yeah, where they 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 light a flame under a glass bulb. Yeah, and then that creates a hot air, right. and they stick that to your body, and it creates a suction. Right. And they they do this sort of all over your body. So if you saw Michael Phelps and he had big red, big purple splotches all over, it's because he had these giant hickeys from cupping. And I, oh, it's my God. it's ridiculous. I well, mean, I mean, he's look at all the gold medals he wins. Well, the, the part of must the, be doing something. Part of the point is if he right? feel, if he thinks it's doing something, it might actually do something. Like at his level. A little bit of a mental edge uh, is as good as anything. Yeah. So, you know, who knows? But literally, it's funny because, like, cupping doesn't do anything more for you than taking the hose of your Dyson vacuum and, like, jamming that on your skin, letting that suck you for a while. Like, it, don't do it with a Dyson. They don't lose suction, folks. <laughs> it will It will suck your skin right off yeah, of your body. It's terrifying. <laughs> Those things are too strong. Don't do it. Anyway, uh... Yeah, I, it's all a bunch of woo, but uh, but if it gives you a mental edge, you know, if you believe in it, who knows? Placebo things are so things. So what, what does the poor atheist athlete do? Lose. <laughs> they just lose. No, I hate that. Come on. No, I well, I mean, so we have to come up with uh, different things. Now, the, so, oh, 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 I know what it is. Yeah. Because I bet there's a lot of uh, non-believers on the Chinese team. You think? Yeah, you threaten their families. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> that'll, that'll get them performing. Perfect. I think we figured it out. All you have to do to get an atheist to perform well is make them concerned that, that their family is going to die. <laughs> no, just face political or, retribution right, and whatnot. Right, you know, right, right. Like, They'll lose too bad. They'll Your lose father the, will lose his job, and yeah, the cushy contracts that got issued because you're like a a premier sure. ping pong player. You know your 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 dad will lose the contract <laughs> for the national, you know, ping pong ball, you know, company company yeah. thing. Wow. You know, yeah, it's yeah. you know, it's all tricky. It's a, it's, a, it's it's it is a tricky system that the Chinese have. <laughs> now, religion isn't always a positive for for uh, for athletes. Uh, for instance, there's an interesting hubbub about uh, whether Muslim women can wear their hijabs while they compete in athletic things. Okay, uh, hijab wearers have been uh, allowed in the Olympics in parts of the Olympics. Um, for instance, there's a Muslim American fencer who uh, who. who Basically, she was the first, I think, to compete in the Olympics wearing a hijab. But yeah, okay, but fencing, fencing, it's not, yeah, it doesn't seem. I mean, they already have like a mask and shit on, right? They're already. Know? But it's interesting that the Rio Olympics will not allow a hijab for a basketball player. Why not? 
They're, so the reason that they are excluded is under the same is under a, 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 a prohibition of equipment or objects that may cause injury to other players. I mean, <laughs> how is a hijab going to hurt another player? How is a bit of fabric going to hurt another player? It's it's bizarre. And there are qualified players uh, who would like to play in a hijab, but they can't because it's not allowed. And they have those nice little form-fitting, like tight, sporty hijabs. Yeah, <coughs> yeah. And there are there are uh, there are Sikh players who uh, who want to wear the Sikh. Uh, either a, probably not a turban, but the the head covering yeah. that they wear, but they're not allowed to. So it's a trick, you know, like uh, the the intersection of sports and uh, and faith is weird. We all remember Tim Tebow, Ugh. who uh, who made his faith so known and became so popular, even though he wasn't really a very good player, because he would pray. It was always about praying. Yeah, he would he would. Uh... What do they call it? Take a tea. He would, he, oh, he, yeah, he would. He would, he would Tebow. He would Tebow. They would all and 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 anybody else who who would pray after a thing was Tebowing. Tebow. That's right. That's right. They actually that's just called it his his name. name. Yeah. And that's basically his main claim to fame is that he he has a praying named after him. <laughs> a style of prank. I don't know. I that's a, you know that's quite the honor. Yeah. I'll, I will probably never have. A physical position named after me. They'll never be the Feldman. At, at, I, 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 I at our age, you better hope not, because it's not <laughs> going to be a good one. <laughs> it's going to be a shitty, shitty position that's named after somebody. Some, some sort of flailing. Right. Ball. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Some sort gonna, of leg that's bending the wrong direction. Some sort of flop. <laughs> it's going to the Feldman flop. No, it's not good. No, Dan. Yeah, so uh, so what are we getting at here? Religion, I don't know. I mean, this is another one of those things where, like, people want to combine religion and sports all the time. You know, we always we have fairly regular stories about coaches wanting, you know, not being allowed to to mm. to pray with their with their public high schools awful. students or whatever. Who who could do that? I guess I guess part of the deal is that man, everybody wants God to be on their side. Well, it does, especially it in a team good. sport, you but, know. Yeah, and if you if you win, God loves you. It's one of those paradoxes, one of those delightful if, if religious paradoxes. Win, I don't understand why you don't think God hates you. Right, exactly. Because you asked him to let you win, and he let you win last week, and you gave him credit for that. Yeah, last week, all credit to God, all glory to God. There were tears. It wasn't me. It was God. There, there, there were praise hands. Right. You pointed up. You did a little. You did a little like you looked up and you pointed on camera. Yeah. You made sure that everybody knew that you gave credit to God. And then the next and week, he fucks you over. He he took away your your bowl your Super Bowl dreams. Why? <sighs> Why God? He said. I I'm a, starting a, to think he doesn't actually care about sports. No, he's just capricious. He, you know, the Lord works in mysterious ways when it comes to sports. I just love, yeah, and yeah, what do you do when uh, when you're praising God? Those swimmers that, or those divers that you were talking about, they they won. Yeah, a, yeah, they did. But they won a silver medal, not a gold. But they won a medal. That's they, all they it's about. They medaled. Who won the gold? I don't know. 
I, I feel I like just, I was watching that one. Yeah, you're the one that should know. Yeah, I, 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 I was paying attention to other things. <laughs> you, can. you were looking at the. Uh, I was not looking at the on-screen graphics. You're like, nor was I listening to the commentating. You're like, I don't get the scores away. They're covering up the abs. Oh my god, that actually happened, Dan. You shouldn't. Uh, <laughs> don't joke. I was so pissed. Get it away! Get it away! There's ab- oh, come on. <laughs> I was looking at the abs. <laughs> I was looking at the speedos. Nice timing, NBC. Damn it! Uh, it was going to be a perfect. He was pulling it up. It was going to be. Oh. <laughs> Anyway, it's horrible. Anyway, horrible. objectifying. I, there's also here's another thing. I'm just going to mention this quickly. I right. saw an interesting little uh, article about how um, people how people of a faith are rooting for people of their faith. So they're not. Okay. So they like they're there's this you know everybody kind of roots for their country to win, uh, which right. is which is tribalism in and of itself. Right. But then there's this second layer of like people of one faith. Like Jews rooting for the Jewish guy and Hindus rooting for the Hindu guy or girl and Sikhs well, and stuff. Yeah, did you see the the clip of the the Egyptian athlete who refused to shake hands with the oh. Israeli athlete oh. who had just uh, beat him? Oh dear, oh dear. I can't remember the sport. I just saw it on like Reddit and watched the the gif. Yeah. Not <laughs> and I was outraged. That's not very nice. Not very nice. It's all uh, you know. I I I find all tribalism distasteful. Like even rooting for my own country. I don't. I don't actually root for my own country. I enjoy watching Olympic sports, but only because I enjoy watching sports. I'd like like not. I don't. I'm not a huge sports fanatic, but like Olympics are kind of fun because it's sports that you don't ever see in any other way. Well, and if it has a good somebody good on the commentating desk, right? Right. Uh you they they they, they let you know where the drama is. Yeah, and they you, tell you a little back just enough background mm-hmm. about so and so and what they've overcome. Like they 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 do a good job yeah. sometimes. And uh and it becomes interesting. Andrea and our friends got totally sucked in. We were watching uh we were watching men's gymnastics, uh-huh. individual overall whatever gymnastics. Is that the one where they kind of all the men do all of the all of the different events? Oh, and, then, and it's like your whole oh your, Jesus, your composite score is the winner. And is it like an obstacle course? They have to like <laughs> one after another, and then no, I think no? you get a little bit of, bit of a break. Between. Oh, it doesn't sound as bad as I thought it was. Okay, uh, but but so so it was coming down to the wire, and it was between I think a Ukrainian uh, man and uh, and a Chinese or a Japanese man, uh-huh. and uh, and they were telling the story, and the guy from the Ukraine, the way that the way that the commentators presented the story, the way uh-huh. that it was directed, was you just. You just fell in love with this Ukrainian kid because okay. it, it was such it was such a, a rags to riches kind of story, okay. and he was going up against the best guy in the world, who's this Japanese guy, right? And you know, it's 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 you know, you're rooting for the underdog and all this stuff. Right, right, right. Man, they sucked Andrea in so hard on that. <laughs> she was devastated when he lost. Like he got he got it ruined her night. He didn't lose. He got the silver medal, but she right. was so rooting for this guy. And I'm like, you don't you just they just told you a story that you yeah. wanted to believe, but yeah. you know, everybody loves an underdog story. Yeah. Well, yeah. Anyway, uh <laughs> 
Go and uh, pray for your favorite uh, favorites to win. Hopefully, you know, go team whatever. Yeah, please do. And uh, and and enjoy yourselves. If you want to write into us and tell us why we should uh, why we should root for our tribe, mm. go ahead and tell us uh, podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Or you can leave us a voicemail message. The telephone number is 424-666-8442. Yes, go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash Atheist. A big thanks to Mackenzie for all of her help on Facebook. And thanks to the Red Rock Hot Club for letting us use this fine, fine music that we use every week. It's so delightful. Thank you, listeners. Hey, thanks to you guys. <laughs> we really appreciate you tuning in. <laughs> Bye! Bye!